Welcome to Get Right for Sunday, a Holy Cross podcast. I am Pastor Wright. And I'm Vicar Pearson. Today we will look at two of the readings from the fourth Sunday in Advent. The Old Testament lesson comes to us from the prophet Isaiah, and it says, Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol, or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. And he said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary men, that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall con- conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. He shall eat curds and honey when he knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good. For before the boy knows how to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land whose two kings you dread will be deserted. The Lord will bring upon you and your people and upon your father's house such days as have not come since the day that Ephraim departed from Judah, the king of Assyria. This is the wonderful prophecy of the promise of the Messiah. It comes to us early in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 7. And what's interesting about this is you have Ahaz being given permission to test God. The prophet says, ask anything and God will do it. He'll prove himself as God. And Ahaz quickly says, no, I will not put the Lord to the test. Now, before we think that this is some good act or some pious act on Ahaz's part, we get to really see that this is God testing Ahaz. He is saying, am I your God? Are you going to look to me to provide for your needs, protect you from the Assyrians, protect you from all the other things that are are taking place, your enemies that are out there? Or are you going to take things into your own hands? Let me show you my power. Let Let me show you my might. Ask for anything so that I can be your God. And Isaiah quickly says, uh, after Ahaz answers, I will, not, I will not put the Lord to your test. Is it too much for you to weary men that you now have to weary God, my God? This is a very telling statement because we see where Ahaz is putting his trust. He's putting his trust in his own decision, his own wisdom. In fact, he is so far from God He is going to actually go to the Assyrians, the enemy, and put his trust in them for care and protection from the other warring nations. This shows us where we are to put our trust, trust obviously in God, because he promises to fulfill what he says to do. And no matter what's taking place, we're in his hands. We're in the gift of all that he promises to do. Our gospel reading for the fourth Sunday in Advent comes to us from St. Matthew, the first chapter, beginning at the 18th verse. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. 
and her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but he knew her not until he, she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Here Matthew describes the events leading up to Jesus' birth, with Joseph finding out about the baby Jesus in Mary's womb. And I like what one commentator said, that Joseph acts to keep his righteousness and his compassion intact. He doesn't want to take Mary as his wife now with the assumption that she's been unfaithful, but he also doesn't want to put her to public shame, and so he decides to deal with the matter quietly, as gently as possible. That is, until God intervenes to reveal what is truly going on to Joseph. And this is the marvelous thing here, that Joseph doesn't do anything wrong, per se, without the angels telling him what is going on. But with the full knowledge of what God is doing, Joseph is able to truly participate in God's mission of salvation for his people in Christ. Joseph is now brought into the know, so to speak, so that he can play the part that he's called to play as Jesus's caretaker. And so we see that without the revelation of God, we really can only see with our human perspective. And so God reveals to us what we cannot see on our own. And likewise, we only find Jesus as he truly is in his revelation to us at Christmas, which has been delivered to us through the scriptures. The apostles have written it down for us to read because without the knowledge of who Christ truly is, what God is truly doing, what the Holy Spirit has done in and through this miraculous event of our Lord's birth, we would have no idea. We would esteem him just as a normal man. But we, like Joseph, get let in on what God is doing. We get told about the plan of salvation because he has a place for us in the plan. He has a place for us as his own children. And so Christ comes into the flesh through the mediating power of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary to make known to us in the flesh who God is. Is. So we have the Old Testament and the New Testament. They're both talking about Christ, the promise, the fulfillment. Something that I thought was really interesting. We have, uh, as Vicar said, you have Joseph having this opportunity to participate. Ahaz has an opportunity to participate. And we see what happens here. Ahaz is given a chance to call upon the Lord and ask for something. And he says, no. I will not participate. I will not do this. I will not believe. And Joseph, 
doing the earthly thing, being a nice guy, not seeking to shame Mary, seeks to divorce. But the angels come and tell him this great thing, and he believes. Simple faith, this must be true, the angels have told me, I will follow through. And we see a test in both of these. Where is your faith? Ahaz, I'm going to put it in my enemy. Joseph, I'm going to do as the Lord says. I thought that was really interesting that that kind of popped up. And that faith that God calls Ahaz to, and the same faith that he calls Joseph to have, is faith in where is your Savior? Is your Savior somewhere that you can see, or is your Savior somewhere that will be revealed to you? You Jesus means Savior, the, the one who saves. And so by the angel telling Joseph that the son will be named Jesus, he's saying your Savior is coming. Your Savior is currently hidden from you in your betrothed's womb, but will come to you and will come to fulfill all that I have said. And he trusts in that, whereas Ahaz is told that God is his Savior, but he chooses to believe that the king of another nation is indeed his Savior. And so do you put your faith in the Savior who is revealed to you by the Holy Spirit or the Savior that you pick out of the lineup you see in front of you? In the midst of all of this Advent preparation, we get to see, especially in these two men, Ahaz and Joseph, how do we prepare for the coming of our Lord? How do we prepare for Sunday? How do we prepare for the reception of his gifts. We are put to the test as we live out in the world, and we really do get to go out to live out our faith, trusting that we will be cared for, that the promise is ours. It is my hope and blessing that this little podcast is a blessing to you as you prepare for the coming of our Lord and the celebration of Christmas. Mm -hmm.